Hallelujah. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of a place where I don't know where to start. I, there's so many places that I want to say. How about we'll just wait and let me talk a while and then we'll, I'll figure out which one I want to come to. In the last six months, as I have uh, sought the Lord, as the word said, seek ye the Lord while he may be found. And um, the kingdom of God is within you, um, as the word said. There's a song the Beatles sang, which I believe was taken from a Hindu saying, but nevertheless was true. And it says, you don't have to go out of your door to find the ways of heaven. You don't have to look out your window to find the ways of God. Uh, You don't have to go out and look for it. It's right there with you. God is in you and with you. Sometimes tapping in on that is, is, is more of a problem. But he's there. He's alive. Uh, I'm, I know where I'm going to start now. But first I just wanted to, I was talking to the elders. And uh, I, I, I haven't been going on this journey. And this journey has been based upon Scripture and uh, I, I, if anybody doesn't see what I'm talking about, I'd love to talk to you about it personally. And maybe if you don't agree with me, you can show me where I'm wrong because I'm, I'm open to this. But I've been talking about going into heaven and, uh, it, and, and being in the throne room of grace and the throne room of God and speaking to God face to face. Now, the psalmist says, uh, early will I seek your face. And there is a word that you don't find in the Bible, but it is the word protocol. I like words, and this is an interesting word because most of the time when you hear the word proto, it means first. You know, like prototype means first, first one. And where protocol, it starts with first. And the call is, is uh, glue. And it's the glue, the reason it came to that, the reason that they invented the word is when they put books together, you, they were glued together on the ends. And the first page basically was like your table of contents or uh, beginning paragraph, the opening paragraph. And that was first glue, first page. And it would give you direction into the rest of the book. And so protocol has come to mean like uh, uh, the standards by which we're going to do something, the way something should be done. You know, in the military, they have protocols. In, uh, our, in, in most of the services, the police have right protocols that you have to observe this and this and this and in scripture there are protocols for calling upon the name of the lord all right uh, one of those protocols i shared with them was talking about them it says in romans ten nineteen, if you believe 
that God has raised his son from the dead, Jesus Christ, and you call him, uh, you confess him to be Lord. Uh, that word confess is, if you, if you look at it, it, it's the Greek word homo logio. Homo means same. Logio means word. Same word. Literally, if you look that up in the Strong's con, uh, concordance in the back, it would mean to say, to say the same thing. Okay. To confess is to confess the same thing that God is saying. While ago, I was blessing the children with all the blessings that God has blessed us with in heavenly places. That's what, that's what it says in Ephesians, the first chapter. We are blessed with every blessing in Christ Jesus in heavenly places. And that word blessed or blessed, you know, usually you pronounce the word blessed when it's the Greek word makarios, which means, you know, the, the, uh, uh, the Beatitudes. Blessed are the mourn, blessed are they that mourn, blessed are the come, you know, blessed are they that are hungry and thirst after, blessed are they, so forth. That word makarios means truly fortunate. But with this word blessed, where we are blessed in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, in my opinion, is way better than truly fortunate. Because, it's, because it is the, the Greek word eulogy. Never, every word that has the word logi originates from the word logos, which is when, when in John it says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. That's the Greek word logos. So when you talk about logos in the purest sense of the word, in the origin of the word, it means the word of God. Okay, in the beginning was the word. And the word was with God and the word was God. You know, whenever God spoke and in given time, it was the rhema of God. But when you said logos is, is all that God contains, all that he is. And so when you use the word logos, we don't today think that that's what that means. But originally it, it goes to that meaning. Like, for example, biology. Bio means life. Logi. This comes from the word logos, which or originally was the word of God or the word was God. Everybody follow me? You're tracking with me on this? So when I say bless them, that word blessed is eulogy. You is translate, literal translation would be well, W-E-L-L. And of course, logi is word. So, but when we say it, we normally change that word well to good. So it's good word. So when it says we have been uh, blessed with every all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ, that means God has spoken a good word over us, all good words over us. Psalm 139 that we were looking at this past Sunday was talking about how the, God's thoughts toward us is greater than the number of the grains of sand that are in all the beaches in all the world. That's how many thought, you know, one of the things that God is able to do is he is able to be everybody's God a hundred percent. It is as if you were the only person on the earth who God favored. It's as if that God full favors you 
you as if you're the only one in his entire, his entire attention, his entire thoughts are on you every second. I, one of the things I want to be challenged to do is I want to be, have every thought of mine on, on God, or at least conscious of it. Conscious of it. When Catherine Kuhlman was asked, why do you think uh, God's power works in your life? And he, she said, well, I mean, he, he just chose to do work through me. But I'll tell you, I, I, I think that if there's anything that I could attribute to it is that I am conscious of God's presence in my life every second of every minute of every hour of every day. All the time, 100% conscious of his presence. And, you know, that's what I want to have as many thoughts toward God as he has thoughts of me. What kind of thoughts? Well, it says in Jeremiah 29, he, he says, I have thoughts that are good thoughts of you. I have thoughts of joy. I have thoughts of peace. I have thoughts of love toward you. He thinks about us all the time as if you were the only person that existed. I mean, it, 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 how, it, how can he do it? <laughs> Very simple. He's God. All right. And I want to think towards him. I want to have whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things of good report. If there be any virtue or or if there be any praiseworthy things, think on these things. And so thinking about God, God thinks about us and he is the great and almighty God who thinks about me. Whoa. Doesn't he deserve the same? All right, that we would love him with all our heart, mind, body, soul, and spirit. Hello? Amen. You know, um, I'm still thinking. All right, get ready to put up uh, Ephesians, the fourth chapter, and we're going to start with about the 22nd verse, okay? When I tell you to. Chapter 4, Ephesians, and we're going to start with the 22nd verse. Okay, so I've been talking about, let me finish up before this thing about protocols. Protocols are the standard by which we can fellowship with God, can come into his presence. First of all, on my list of protocols, and when I say my list, it's his list, not mine, but the ones that I have discovered, okay, is the first one is in Ephesians 4, and I'm not even, we're not even going to look at this scripture, but in Ephesians 4, which says, or Ephesians 2, which says, I have been risen with him. You have been risen with him in Christ. In, and you are seated in him in heavenly places. You are at the right hand of the throne of God. Marco, you asked a, uh, a question a couple of Sunday goes about, about what's our name, you know, and you and I'm like, uh, um, I don't know, <laughs> and I was and so I got to looking at it, and we talked a little bit about it last week. But listen to this, you know, in the verse, and it's not the only verse that says that something like this. But I always, you ever wonder? Well, you may not even know this, but the name of the worship team we have which is kind of broken up a lot, but still has a lot of people in it, is called Whitestone. I was like, where in the world they get that, you know? And uh, I knew it's someplace in the Bible, but I couldn't tell you where. But I, I can now, okay? Because I was looking up the, uh, uh, the place where it talks about 
God giving us a new name. Now, here's something that's interesting, okay? Because it's in the place where it says that, it says it a couple of times. And the one I was looking at is in chapter 2 of Revelation, which talks about the church at Pergamos. Right? It says a lot of good things about the church at Pergamos. And then at the end, and it says this quite frequently in uh, uh, the book, you know, uh, book of Revelation, when it's talking about the churches, it says, and to him that overcomes... Well, well, one verse in chapter three says, uh, to him that overcomes, will I grant to sit with me in my throne? Will I grant to sit with me in my throne? To him that overcomes, will I grant to sit with me in my throne? In, in the one in he, about Pergamos, it says, and to him, he that hath an ear, let him hear. And to him that overcomes, will I give him a white, a white stone? And on that white stone will be a new name that when I tell you what it is, you're the only one that's going to know it. Nobody else is going to know it. Unless you tell them, of course, I think, you know, I've added that in. But it's a new name that only you're going to be given to him that overcomes. Will I grant to sit with me in my throne? Okay, well, how do you overcome? We're always thinking about doing things to overcome. Well, here's how I overcome neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature can separate me from the love of God. I am more than a conqueror through him. Through him. I'm seated at the right hand. This is how you overcome. By faith. By faith you will overcome. And what's your faith in? I, if you have confessed Jesus to be Lord, and you, you know, at the same time, it, it takes a, a, it requires a humble heart to do so. And it is expressed by saying that someday every knee will bow. When you bow your knee, you're saying, you are, you are the great one. I am not the great one. You are God. I am not God. And so that's humility. So you come to God with humility, confessing him to be your Lord, saying the same thing. Homologio, saying the same thing. What same thing? God said it. You agree with it. You know, if two can two walk together, except they be agreed. You know, if you want to walk with God, you have to be agree with him. You cannot not agree with him. He's not the one that's going to agree with you. He's God. But if you want to walk with God, you have to agree with him. And if you want to agree with him, you have to say the same thing he's saying. And if you say the same thing he's saying, that's homologio. That means to confess. And you know what he said about his son, Jesus Christ? He's Lord. And that is a wonderful name. You know, he says, uh, uh, the name of the Lord is a great tower and they that run into it or f- find safety. You know, that's in uh, Proverbs eighteen ten. And he says, the name of the Lord. What is the name of the Lord? Well, he's got a plethora of names all right his name is wonderful counselor mighty god the everlasting father the prince of peace and that's talking about the messiah there you know i have a beautiful plaque that a uh, beautiful it's my probably my favorite plaque in all the world and, and this beautiful uh poster all right beautiful colors in it and everything else but right in the middle it says i am and then above it it has all the i am's that the Father God is. And then below it, it has all the I am's that the Lord Jesus Christ had, and they were all the same. But it has scriptures that says the same. Jesus was God. 
God the Son. All right? We have God the Father and God the Son and God the Holy Spirit. And so when we homologio, we are confessing what God says. We are agreeing with Him. That's how you walk with Him. Homologio. Whosoever confesses that Jesus is Lord. What does confess Jesus that Lord is? You know, you, you have to know what Lord means. Hello? Somebody say amen. Am I, am I, am I going this way or this way? You know, or just flat. I can't tell, you know. But it's, it's confess. What is Jesus? What does it mean to confess that Jesus is Lord? Hello? Do you know what the word Lord means? All right. It's very, very, the best definition of it. If you, it's the Greek word curious, K-U-R-I-O-U-S, I believe is how it's spelled. K-U-R, right, curious. Are you curious about what it means? When translated from the Old Testament, it's translated Adona or Adonai. Adonai. What does Adonai mean? Well, I like it. You look it up in the Old Testament where it says the, the Lord uh, uses the word Adonai. I, you know, I just, this is all from memory. I think it's like 129 or 139, the number. See, back in, if you have a concordance, a Strong's concordance, and you look up words, it'll give you numbers. And you go back and look up those numbers and it'll tell you it's the dictionary of what the word means. And so, because it's Adonai, it's right there in the beginning of the Old Testament Strong's Concordance. So you open it up, and on page 1, 129, I think it is, is like, it says, uh, it is the emphatic, you know what emphatic means? Okay, I'll show you what. This is okay, is what I'm saying. This is okay! Emphatic. Do you see what I'm saying? Now, maybe that sound like too much anger in it. There's no anger in this, okay? It's just emphatic. It's, you know, right there, okay? But it says it's the emphatic version of Adon. What's, where's Adon? I think it's number 79. It's, it's about 50 ahead of the other one, okay? And you look up 79, it says Adon. And it says sovereign God. And then it goes on to say, not just a, 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 a description of God, but it is a popular name. You know what a popular name is? Or proper name is? Not a popular. Proper name is? A proper name is, I'm a man, uh, not a proper name, not a, a common noun, okay? But a proper name, a proper noun is, I am Don Yarbrough. Everybody follow that? Okay. It says, it's a proper name of God. Why is that? It explains. Because he is the only one that you can call sovereign God. In this respect. We, we, we use the word sovereign. We, this United States of America is a sovereign nation. You know, there's sovereign, we have sovereign that describes various things. But this is only one word that Adon belongs to God. And he is our sovereign God. He is the boss of everything. Who's he talking about there? Jesus. God the Father gave him a new name. And part of that new name is Lord. And when we confess it, you are our sovereign God. You're the boss. Not me, myself. You are my Lord, my Savior, my my uh, 
father, my boss, you're, you're, I belong to you. Hello? Okay, well that's the Lord that we're confessing is Lord. You're in charge. 100%. Not me. You're the boss. I, I wonder how many of us follow that and practice that and believe it to the point of being a doer of the word. I think sometimes I'm not more times than I can, than I wished. You know, before anybody says, well, you shouldn't be saying the word wish. Well, it's in the Bible. I wish above all things thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospers. That's in the Bible. Okay, so I confess him to be Lord. You know what else we confess to God? Our sins. If we confess our sins in 1 John 1, it says we, he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So we confess ourselves. Uh, uh, Psalm 66, verse 18. Psalm 66. If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. Hello? You know, I think of the times when I prayed and God heard me and maybe I did everything wrong. You know, the God, God's got grace for people when they just don't know it any better. But if I regard it, what is regarding iniquity in my heart? If there are sins in my life, you know, at the end of the day, let not, you know, let not the sin go down on your wrath or God's wrath. <laughs> in this case, you confess your sins to God. And he is faithful and just to forgive you of his sins. That's, how, that's what it says in First John, the first chapter, followed up by this verse. My little children, I write these things unto you that you sin not. In other words, the, the end goal is that when we confess our sins, we also repent from those sins. Because that's, how, that's what God means when he says confess your sins. He means to say the same thing about, you know what God says? God hates sin. You think, well, what is sin? Well, here, I'm going to really scare you now. What is sin? In the New Testament, it means to miss the mark. What's the mark? Well, that's the mark that God sets up for. If we are, he's faith, if we miss the mark, it, you know, it actually says this in the New Testament, whatsoever is not a faith is sin. Boy, how much unbelief do we have going on in our life? But the good news, if we confess it, he is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. I mean, in the same place, he goes on to say, if we if we say we have no sin, we're liars and the truth isn't in us. He's talking to believers there, not not non-believers. I mean, we, how many how many of you can say you, you missed the mark once in a while? Hello. I'm just thinking, Lord, just give me some of your thoughts right now. And I think you're missing the mark right now. I'm just joking. Yeah, that's okay. yeah, I'm kidding. Uh, I, I, I should not have done that. When we read what is on Ephesians 4, you're going to really think I, I messed up there. <laughs> I do too. God, forgive us. Forgive us. I want to be cleansed. From, in that same, in Psalm 139, it has this same verse. Try me, Lord, and see if there be any wicked way in me. Why? To condemn me? No. So that I can repent from them. And you, 
can cleanse me. The Bible says that the blood of Jesus Christ sprinkles our conscience clean. You know, it doesn't just wash our spirit. You know, we're, we're, we're new creations in Christ. Okay, we're going to go to the scripture. Let's go to the scripture. Uh, that you put off concerning the former conversation, the old man. How many of you know what the old man is? That's what didn't get, that's, uh, you were born again, you, you're a new man. But the old man, you have to make a decision. In Romans, it would have said it like this, be not conformed to this world, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Put off. Does that sound like action to you? That's some kind of steps there. All right. Put off concerning the former conversation, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust. In the scriptures, it says we're born again, not of in, in uh, first Peter and second Peter says we're born again, not of uh, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible seed. Now, here's faith, faith that you are born again. You know, when it says uh, 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 love one another with a pure heart fervently in, 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 uh, in first Peter, it says being born again, being born again. That is a state of being. That is a acknowledgement. When it says in Ephesians 5 to be filled with the Spirit, uh, speaking to yourselves in spiritual songs and singing, making melody in your hearts to the Lord, that word be, be, be filled with the Spirit is a continual thing. Keep on being filled with the Spirit. And in the same way we keep on being filled with the Spirit, we keep being, being born again. How do you do that? By faith. By faith you say, I am, say I am, I am a new creation. I am a new creation in Christ Jesus. Do you see? You're born again. Every wake up in the morning says, I'm born again. Not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which lives and abides forever. So that's part of what he's saying here. Put off concerning the former conversation. That's all right. That you put off the former conversation. The old man. Put it off. Which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust. You got to. You, this born again. It's a state of being. You have to wake up someday. And say, wake up in the morning and say. I'm born again. I am putting off the old man which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust. Next word, next one, please. And be renewed in the spirit of your mind. That's why it says, be not conformed to the world, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Hello? Be renewed in the spirit of your mind. And that you put on the new man. You put on, you say, just put it on, you know. It's something that you do spiritually. It's also something that you do mentally. You have to get rid of that stinking thinking. And you have to start thinking, I'm born again. I'm saved. Nothing can separate me from the love of God. If God be for me, who can be against me? What can be against me? Nothing can be against me. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Greater is they that be with us than they that be with them. Hello? That you put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Wherefore, putting away lying. Uh, 
retract that one, please. <laughs> Wherefore, no, no, no. Wherefore, putting away, speak every... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding around. I, 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 I honestly, there's a, there's the spirit that comes wanting on me that wants me to say one more than what it really is. You know, it's in the scriptures three times. It's only in there twice. It's just, I have to watch what the words that are coming out of my mouth. I have to put away lying. You know, Eddie Duncan, I haven't got to this one yet that maybe I will. Eddie Duncan used to be talking to you and he'd be saying something. And then he says, I'm lying. And they said, what? He says, I didn't mean to. Well, I did too. I meant to. I'm lying. I, I, re, I, re, I re, rebuke that. I, I, put, put, I say, no, resist the devil. He'll flee from you. Put it away. Putting away lying. Speak every man truth with his neighbor. For we are members one of another. Be you ang- be ye angry and sin not. In other words, if you're going to get angry, don't sin. All right. What's one way is to keep your mouth shut. Hello? Be ye angry and sin not. A fool utters all his mind, but a wise man keeps it until afterward. You know what that, if you read that in context in Proverbs, it says this. A fool will tell you everything he's thinking, but a wise man, when he is angry, he will keep his mouth shut until he's, it, the anger is gone. I don't know about you. Have anybody ever said anything with a little bit of anger in your mouth? Okay. Be ye angry. Don't sin. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. If you're still angry with someone, go and <laughs> ask him to forgive you for being angry with them. And, and tell them you love them. And tell them, you know, and you see what I'm saying? Neither give place to the devil. We're born again, but you can give place to the devil. It wouldn't tell you not to if you couldn't. All right. Next, sir. Let him that stole steal no more. (laughs) Uh, Come back to that one in a minute. Just take it off right now. One of the things that I believe the Lord was using to lead me into these scriptures is... uh, Where Jesus prays or teaches the disciples to pray. And he says, our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses. As we forgive those who trespass against us. While ago I said, if I regard iniquity in my heart, Psalm 66, 18. The Lord will not hear me. If you have unforgiveness in your heart, I am not saying that you're not saved. I am not saying that God totally ignores you. But if you have unforgiveness in your heart, your prayers will be hindered. Hello? Husbands, if you don't dwell with your wives according to knowledge... If you don't love them, it says your prayers will be hindered. That's God's word. Your prayers. If you're at odds with your wife, 
You need, you need to let not the sun go down on it because your prayers will be hindered. That's in First Peter 5, 7, I believe. 2, 7. All right. Now, I want to make a little adjustment. By a little adjustment, it may say, it may seem that it's not as strong where Jesus said, forgive us our trespasses. Uh, in my King James uh, Bible in Matthew 6, it says, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Forgive us our, uh, forgive us our debts as we forgive those who have debts toward us. Wow. How many times have you prayed the Lord's Prayer? If you prayed the Lord's Prayer more than 10 times in your life, raise your hand. <laughs> Do you realize what you were sealing in that, in that thing? God, please do not forgive me of my sins if I have not forgiven others of their sins. You don't like put that way, do we? But that's what it means. Forgive me, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. All right. Now I'm going to show you that that is a, not applicable in the new, in the, uh, in the epistles, the letters. All right. I'm going to give you something that is far more restrictive. Hello? It doesn't sound that way, but it's going to be, and I'm going to explain it to you. Let's go with that last verse. Let every man... uh, Last verse, okay. Let him that stole steal no more. Rather, let him labor with his hands that which is good, that he may have to give to him that needeth. Next verse. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. But that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister the grace unto the hearers. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God. How many of you know that you can grieve the Holy Spirit? We are filled with the Holy Spirit. We've been baptized in the Holy Spirit. Keep on being filled with the Holy Spirit and we can grieve him. It says, whereby we are sealed into the day of redemption. Grieve not the Holy Spirit of God that has sealed you with a holy seal until the day of redemption. Now, what is he saying here? This is interesting. Here's the difference between grace, being under grace, and what the kingdom law is that Jesus was preaching. Jesus was preaching the kingdom of law, and the kingdom of law is... Forgive us our trespasses only as we forgive those that trespass against us. All right. This one says, grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby we are sealed unto the day of redemption. Next verse. Let all bitterness and anger and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. Next verse. And be kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God, and leave this verse up there, even as God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven you. Do you you already see the difference? The difference is, forgive me as I forgive others. And under grace it says, forgive others 
because God has forgiven you in Jesus Christ. I submit to you that the former is more stricter than the earlier. Do you understand what I'm saying there? Yeah. That we are under a stronger bond. And I say bond because we're sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. We are under a stronger bond than when you say, only forgive me as I forgive others. This is God saying, I have forgiven you. Now you had better forgive others. Do you see that? You see how deeper and richer that is? Those are the things that hinder us from having our prayers answered. Hello? The scripture talking, if I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will. If, if these are unrepented of, it's not that God's holding them against us. It's our spirit is holding against ourselves. At least that's how I see it. It's in there. It, it, you agree it's in there? Confess our sins. He is faithful and just. Well, we, what if we don't confess our sins? What if? Come on. Think about it. He is fa- if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Well, then what if we don't confess our sins? He still forgives us. Ah, why? It's, it's, it's forgive me for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. Do you see it? But does that lessen the degree of what God is feeling about? Do you believe you can still grieve the Holy Spirit of God? Well, it just got through saying so. Do you grieve the Holy Spirit of God? Do you want to do that? No, I see. I think it's something kind of like we put blocks up rather than God. Hello? If you read that whole chapter about uh, see if there be any wicked way in me. I mean, in Psalm 30, 139, it's, it's pretty strict. Hello? I, uh, we were talking, I was talking about uh, Adam and Eve. If you don't believe in Adam and Eve, I'm, I'm just going to be out front with you. The rest of God's word is going to be difficult to believe. Because there is so much in the word of God that is relative to there being a literal Adam and a literal Eve and their sinning. You certainly will have trouble with the epistles because the epistles are based upon we are forgiven of sin that came out of Adam and Eve. And if it's evolution, it's kind of absurd. I, 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 what I believe as far as evolution and, and creation is concerned is I, I just don't know how anybody can buy it. Now, there's the deal. What was the greatest sin of all? The greatest sin of all was by Adam and Eve. And when, when Satan says to them, you know, God said, don't eat of this fruit because he knows if when you do, you'll be like him. Equal to all gods, including him, right? The greatest sin of all was Adam's sin, all right? You follow that? You take that Adam and Eve out of the, out of the picture. 
you kind of starting from nowhere, especially when you're dealing with people who wrote the book, the Bible that believed that they did not believe that it was some pattern of evolution down there. But just believing, you know, I, I like to play cards, you know, I love the feeling of shuffling a deck of cards, you know, and I just just there's something about it that feels good, you know, I just like it. And I'll play solitaire once in a while, and I'm looking at there. And I'll start off by mixing all the cards together, and I'll say, uh, oh, uh, confusion and mass and chaos. All the cards are all mixed up. Then I'll shuffle them a little more. Chaos, chaos, chaos. And then I'll start dealing them out. Then I'll start playing soft. And bit by bit, they start coming into order. And if you end up winning, you've got everything from uh, ace all the way to the king, Ace all the way to the king. Ace, you know, same suit. Four suits, all of them. 13, 13, 13, 13. And I'll go uh, confusion, chaos, order. Hello? They're in order. Now, you're not going to convince me if you took that deck of cards and you threw it up in the air and threw it up in the air And they were all going to come back on the table and land in the ace through the king, ace through the king, ace through the king, ace through the king. I don't care how many times you do it, it's never going to happen. And that's what you, when they, when they believe that something wiggled. (laughs) I mean, it's like, it's it's, it's like, um, oh, what's the, um, what's the guy, he's a pretty smart guy that, that oh, he's his Jewish fellow that believed in uh, uh, design. You know what is his name? I just thought of it. He 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 was in Ferris Bueller. Not he says Bueller, Bueller, Bueller. What Stein? Ben Ben Stein, right? Ben Stein, and he's trying to say that. To think that's just something wiggled and there was no no creative design, no higher power design is ludicrous. It is. It's true. It's just people have bought it. Now, what is this? Why would people buy into such a thing? Because it contradicts the very beginning of this book. And God created, you know, the very first line in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. You know, D.L. Moody says, if you could just believe that, you're on your way. If you don't believe that, you're going to stumble at the rest. And you don't, Adam, Adam's sin brought sin into the world. And what was Adam's sin? God's a liar. That's what Satan says. God is a liar. Hello? And all the way through the book, what are you going to do? Are you going to believe God's a liar or Satan's a liar? Hello? And you see, evolution makes, it's the same thing as saying God's a liar. And it, 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 Satan knew that if he could come up with something that was acceptable knowledge, acceptable fact, that this is the way it is, you've been brainwashed your entire life into believing in evolution. Did you know that? I remember in the seventh grade hearing about evolution. And as time progressed, you were an idiot if you didn't believe that. 
In my opinion, anybody that believes in evolution is like the king with no clothes on. You know, the, the, the person sold him this suit that only the very wisest of people could see. And he didn't want to admit that he wasn't wise. So he says, oh, that's beautiful. And he says, we'll put it on. And he put it on and everybody was saying, they were told that only the wise people could do it. And all the wise people said, boy, that's a beautiful suit you got on. That's a beautiful suit you got on. And finally this boy walks out and says, are you guys all idiots? <laughs> the king is as naked as he can be. <laughs> And I think that's what people who believe in bought into evolution believe is, is you're just as naked as you can be. It, it doesn't, it doesn't work. God is creator. You see? And it's a lie. It's a, it's the lie that was the same lie that's perpetrated on society that was per- perpetrated on Adam and Eve. Hello? God wants us to know that he has saved us and he's called us and we have access by his spirit, by his blood. And we have access by confessing and we have access into the holy of holies by the blood of Jesus Christ. Because we have a high priest that's touched with the feelings of our infirmities. Infirmities. We have a high priest that's touched with, a, with, with our, our, our pain and our sorrow. This is interesting. Do you know that word that says, if I regard iniquity in my heart, that word iniquity is also translated pain and sorrow? Wait a minute. Well, maybe that's what he means, if I regard pain in my heart. No, it's understood that what causes pain in our life is iniquity, is sin. And God will wash it all away. Hello? Hallelujah. Amen. You know, I could, I, I, there was a song that I was thinking about. And I was thinking about how God wants us to come in his presence, believe that we've been raised by Jesus Christ, that we're blessed with all spiritual blessings, that we're new creations, that we've been born again. And we put on the new man and that we come into his presence by the precious blood, which cleanses us from all unrighteousness. All right. That we come into his presence forgiving because God has forgiven us. We forgive. You say, well, I still believe that if you are unforgiving, it hinders your prayers. I believe the scriptures in the New Testament are very clear about that. It isn't because God says, I'm going to hold it against you. No, I died for that. It's just that we're not believing for that. You know, by faith, we have entrance in the Holy Spirit, by the Holy Spirit. And so, you know, I let me pray a minute. Thank you, Lord. You are good. You're a God. I was thinking of a song that the devil, see what the devil, in, in uh, John Milton's uh, Paradise Lost, he says a number of things. And he's the one that said uh, Satan would rather reign in hell than serve in heaven. And uh, in, in conjunction with that, it says uh, the mind has a place of its own, is a thing of its own. We have a, our, a free will in our mind and is able to make heaven of hell, hell of heaven. And it says, that's this is what Satan did when he said, I'd rather serve in hell. My heaven is in hell. I mean, I'd rather reign in hell than serve in heaven. 
My heaven is in hell because I get to reign there. Lie. Serving in heaven would be like hell to me. Lie. That's a lie. But that's the lie he perpetrates on us. That's what the lie he perpetrated on, on Adam and Eve. God knows that if you do break his will, his break his, his law, his, and, and eat that fruit, you'll be equal to him. You see, he's making hell out of heaven, heaven out of hell. And that's what the enemy is out to do against us, is to make hell out of heaven. And heaven out of hell. Thank you, Lord. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord, for loving us. Thank you for your precious blood. Thank you that we are born again of incorruptible seed. I have a seed in me. We have a seed in us that is incorruptible, cannot be corrupted by the devil. Incorruptible seed, which lives and abides forever. Lord, we have seed in us that is incorruptible seed, which lives and abides in us forever. We put on the new man. We put off the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust, but we put on the new man. We confess that nothing can separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. We confess that he is our Lord. We confess that he is our Savior. We confess that he is our Christ. We confess you, Holy Spirit. You are our access by, you are our comforter, Holy Spirit. You are our comforter. We confess our sins and our faults to you, Lord, and you, and know that you are faithful and just to forgive us. We forgive all if anybody transgresses against us. Why? Because you have forgiven us in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Holy Spirit, may we not grieve you with negative talk. May we put on the new men that we would uh, put away a conversation that was not used to edifying. Lord, that we would uh, agree with you, not only confessing our sins and how evil and uh, how much you hate sin, but we confess your righteousness too. That we are righteous in Jesus Christ because Jesus was made sin, who knew no sin. And I am, we are the righteousness of God. Your righteousness, Heavenly Father, we are your righteousness. And nothing, nothing can separate us from the love of God. If you are for us and you are, we, nothing can be against us. Nothing can stop us. Hallelujah. We will be strong in you and the power of your might. Holy Spirit, we will be strong. We will stand strong, stand against the wiles of the devil, and we will put on righteousness, peace, and joy. Lord, we will have the helmets of salvation. We will have the shield of faith. 
We have the sword of the Spirit. We'll, we'll have our loins girt about with truth. We will have the a breastplate of righteousness. We will have our feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Lord, because we have been in heaven with you and we're ready to go do battle. Hallelujah. Lord, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Now we remind you, Lord, that we're praying for people that are hurting. Praying for people that are are uh, faced with uh, negative words from the doctor. Lord, who's, we will believe your report. Lord, hallelujah. We're just going to believe your report. Jesus is Lord. We bow our knee. We bow our knee to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. We bow before you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for loving us. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We thank you, Lord, that you have paid the full price for for it all. Oh, glory to your name. We come into your presence with thanksgiving, Lord. We thank you for blessing us. We thank you for blessing us with every spiritual blessing. We thank you for having chosen us in Christ before the foundation of the world. We thank you, Lord, that you have adopted us unto two children. We are your children. You are our father. You are daddy. Heavenly father. Abba father. You are our daddy. We love you, Lord. We love you, Jesus. Oh, Lord, that we may love you with all our heart, mind, body, soul, strength, emotions, will. Lord, our intellect, may we have as many thoughts toward you as you have toward us. May we be mindful of all the thoughts that you have, thoughts that are good thoughts, thoughts of victory. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We worship you, Lord. You are worthy to be praised. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for our families. Thank you for freedom in this country. Thank you, Lord, for the church. We thank you for uh, your Holy Spirit. May we walk in the Spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for our bodies. We are fearfully and wonderfully made and that our souls know right well. Hallelujah, hallelujah. 